1: That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again.
0: You can binge all of the episodes of Hope in Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back to Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry. I am so impressed with an announcement made today by President Donald Trump. And I'm not ashamed to say that. I don't qualify it or anything like that. The president today signed an executive order on the safe policing for safe communities. It contains within it a number of provisions and a number of vehicles or means to carry out his objectives. Now, we've seen the tactic employed in this executive order in the past, namely in uh, in terms of education. Law enforcement and education and so many other things which take place, so many other sectors of government and of governing here in the United States take place at various levels. And many, many areas of responsibility are left to the states to decide. And while there is a federal Department of Education It is for the most part uh, up to the states to decide how they operate their educational systems. Now, if and when the federal government wants to get involved, it'll use this tactic. It will offer certain grants, chunks of money, federal taxpayer dollars available to states or districts. And there will be certain criteria which the state or the school district will have to abide by in order to qualify for that grant. It's a a tactic which has been employed for years and years and years, and we see it here in this executive order employed by the president. Here's how it works. The president would like to ensure that uh, there is, well, in one instance, uh, a way to certify and credential law enforcement agencies. He has empowered the attorney general to set up certain criteria, and should a law enforcement agency here in the United States qualify within the criteria established by the attorney general, they will then be qualified for certain grants. One of the criteria which he explicitly lays out is the prohibition on the use of chokeholds. In fact, I'll read it to you verbatim from the Executive order signed today by the president, the state or local law enforcement agencies use of force policies prohibit the use of chokeholds, a physical maneuver that restricts an individual's ability to breathe for the purposes of incapacitation, except in those situations where the use of deadly force is allowed by law. So that's one of the uh, criteria specified by the president. Which should be uh, involved in the Attorney General's standards for certification, one of the requirements. Now, that's just one uh, of a number of areas touched on by the President. The other one today had to do with information sharing, had to do with the records of certain law enforcement officers who, if they faced an accusation of excessive force or breaking the law while on duty, that should that allegation be investigated and be found accurate, then those findings ought be made available to the public. The president has further uh, empowered the attorney general to take appropriate steps to ensure that the information in the database consists of instances in which law enforcement officers uh, were afforded a fair process when facing uh, these allegations. It's remarkable stuff. It's remarkable. Let me play for you some of the comments made today by uh, the president. Uh, again, he held a press conference prior to signing this new executive order. He began by sharing that he had met with a number of families of individuals that had been killed by police. He said that the nation mourns with them and their relatives uh, had not died in vain. Well, I'm having some uh, technical problems. All of the hurting
1: my... families, I want you to know that all Americans mourn by your side. Your loved ones will not have died in vain. We are one nation, we grieve together, and we heal together. I can never imagine your pain or the depth of your anguish, but I can promise to fight for justice.
0: He also called for people to unify and not stoke fears.
1: What's needed now is not more stoking of fear and division. We need to bring law enforcement and communities closer together, not to drive them apart.
0: And he praised police, saying that those members of law enforcement are the most selfless and often put themselves in danger simply to help others.
1: The vast majority of police officers are selfless and courageous public servants. They are great men and women. When others run away from danger, police run straight into harm's way, often putting their lives at stake to protect someone who they don't know or never even met.
0: Now, the root of the debate right now playing out across this country is law and order versus accountability. There are those who want law enforcement to be fully empowered to exercise law and order and to enforce it, and then there are those, particularly those who are marching in the streets and gathered uh, at chop. Up in Seattle, they would like to see more accountability. Now, the, the, the false assumption here is that these two ideas are mutually exclusive. Well, that's not the case. And the president touches on both of these. First off, he talked about how Americans really want law and order.
1: Americans want law and order. They demand law and order. They may not say it. They may not be talking about it, but that's what they want. Some of them don't even know that's what they want, but that's what they want. And they understand that when you remove the police, you hurt those who have the least, the most.
0: Now, how about the issue of accountability?
1: Americans also believe we must improve accountability, increase transparency, and invest more resources in police training, recruiting, and community engagement.
0: Now, skipping down a bit, he laid out four key points of the executive order. I shared two of those with you. Here's the president explaining the others.
1: Under the executive order I'm signing today, we will prioritize federal grants from the Department of Justice to police departments that seek independent credentialing, certifying that they meet high standards. And in fact, in certain cases, the highest standard. That's where they do the best on the use of force and de-escalation training.
0: So that's the certification process I mentioned earlier, where the Attorney General has been empowered via this executive order to create certain criteria that a law enforcement agency must abide by in order to qualify for certain grants. He then, the President, in this press conference today said that second, there will be a push to provide new, less lethal weapons for police.
1: Additionally, we're looking at New, advanced, and powerful, less lethal weapons to help prevent deadly interactions. New devices are being developed all the time, and we're looking at the best of them. And cost is no object. No object.
0: Last item I want you to hear is where the president in this press conference described this national database for if there are problematic officers, they must be included in this database. Here's the president.
1: Under this executive order, departments will also need a share of information about credible abuses so that officers with significant issues do not simply move from one police department to the next. That's a problem. And the heads of our police department said, whatever you can do about that, please let us know. We're letting you know. We're doing a lot about it.
0: In just a moment, I'll be posting the entirety of this executive order on my Facebook page. Please have a look at that. Read it. Read it. This is one of those source documents. You know, I beat that drum so often that you and I are responsible for getting to the source of these things, the original documents. Well, this is one of those. And if you would read it, you will see that, in fact, there is there is action being taken. The president here is doing something, and it's not going to make everyone happy. All right? There are some in law enforcement who will say, that's too much. And then, of course, on the other side, there will be those who say that that's not enough. But sometimes when that's the case, it may mean that you've done exactly the right thing. It's compromise. Next up, I'm going to share with you the details we know thus far about a Utah pilot killed in a fighter jet crash. He's been named. We don't yet know the cause. My guest next, KSL News Radio reporter Kelly Pierce, who's been assigned this story. She'll give us all we know next on Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry, and this is KSL News Radio.